Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast. I'm uh, starting this podcast. It's something I've wanted to do for a while, uh, but I'm starting this as an addition to my uh, blog, which of course is uh, the Big Bad Blog. And what we're going to talk about mostly is stuff that I already write about, like uh, uh, the women's divisions of the UFC and also the WWE and in Japanese women's MMA as well. Uh, might talk about other hot button topics that have come up uh, that I don't plan to write about. Uh, what I'm going to talk about right now is last week there was a fight in Bellator. Uh, it was Heather Hardy versus Anna Yuliton, who are both boxing champs who are trying MMA. And uh, my uh, uh, friend Jordan Breen of SureDog, he kind of went nuts on the fight. Uh, he hated it. <laughs> and uh, I agree with, with most of what he said. Uh, I wanted to elaborate a little bit on some of his complaints about that fight. Um, first of all, uh, I've been covering women's MMA for many years, almost 20 years, I guess. And uh, in the past, there have been women boxers who have attempted MMA. And for the most part, they have been unsuccessful. First of all, you got to ask yourself, why are they trying MMA? And the reason they're trying MMA is there's no money in women's boxing. It just isn't, it just isn't there. Even if you're good at it, like Heather Hardy is good at it, there's no money in it. So there's money in women's MMA, okay? And this has been like that for years. Uh, used to hear every other week or so, uh, a boxer was gonna try MMA. The big difference here is none of these fights where they tried MMA and then decided not to do it because it was too difficult, um, they weren't on TV. And so the problem here is Scott Coker has chosen to put Heather Hardy on TV instead of maybe having her you know, learn MMA fighting for somebody else. But I guess she's too famous. I don't know. The point, the point is, it was a terrible fight. And um, so, so the question I've been asked is, well, who, have there, has there ever been a boxer, a championship boxer, who has been successful at MMA? And I guess the only one is Holly Holm. And she's not even that good. You know, she's very inconsistent. She's too much of a counterpuncher to be really successful at MMA. She got, you know, lucky a couple of times. And, I mean, if you saw her last fight, she's just not aggressive enough, you know? And, and that's the thing you have to learn. Uh, a fighter has to learn. If they're coming from boxing, it's different. You have to do different things. And to try and be on TV and learn that... It's a tough road, and, and um, you know, and I know why Coker did, did what he did uh, last week. Basically, he's planning to do a boxing match with these two, and it's a gimmick, you know? You know, it's like something that, you know, Sakagabara would do over in Ryzen, you know? It's, that's the kind of thing he's trying to do. I don't agree with it. I don't want to see Heather Hardy on my TV screen anymore. I agree with Jordan, but I have a feeling we're going to see her again, and we're not going to like it very much. Now, before I get into tonight's UFC show, I want to talk a little bit about Rin Nakai, who made her return 
Uh, last time she was uh, she fought was uh, at the Rise and New Year's Eve show, and she had a wrist injury, which is why we didn't see her for a while. And she uh, made her deep debut. It was in a cage. Deep doesn't always do fights in a cage, but this was in a cage at um, at uh, Differariaki, which is being demolished shortly. And uh, she uh, won the fight over a Korean fighter who should not have been in there with her. She's not very good and very inexperienced as well. Typical Korean, she's a kickboxer. Has no business doing MMA. And uh, what happened was, um, what happened was uh, she knocked her down with a left hook and then she pounded her and it was all over by the end of the first round. Uh, not much of a test for her. I think we'll see her in Ryzen. Uh, down the road. Um, I don't know who they'll have her face. Uh, Shizuka Sugiyama is somebody who comes to mind. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody else. I expect them to bring in fighters from Europe and also from Brazil possibly to fight her. This is going to be what she is. She's not coming back to the UFC. Her husband was a big pain in the ass as far as the UFC was concerned. She might turn up in... Um, in Invicta, uh, but again, uh, apparently her husband is, a, is not easy to deal with. So I expect her to stay in Japan for now. Uh, now we have a UFC show tonight in Orlando, Florida. This show will be on um, Fo uh, Fox, I believe. Yeah, is it on Fox? Yeah. It's on Fox. And it's on um, CTV2 in Canada. And there's supposed to be, there were supposed to be four uh, fights on this show, uh, women's fights on this show, and um, one of them was canceled. It's actually postponed. It was supposed to be former Invicta strawweight champ uh, Livia uh, Renata Souza against Jessica Aguilar. And Olivia was forced to drop out due to a hand injury. I'm told it's not serious, and they are looking to reschedule that fight. Uh, in the near future, as soon as she's cleared, they're going to schedule it uh, possibly in about a month. Um, we'll talk about that when the time comes. Uh, one of the uh, women's fights is on the main card. It is Jessica Andrade versus Tisha Torres. The original plan was to have Jessica face uh, Carolina Kowalkiewicz, but Carolina had some sort of illness and wasn't able to do it. So instead, they're having uh, Jessica face Tisha. Uh, this could very well, the winner of this could very well get a um, title shot. Uh, I think there's other uh, fighters who may be up for a title shot as well. Uh, with Jessica, you have a fighter who uh, is very aggressive and relentless, and she doesn't know how to go backwards. And Tisha's thing is that she's pretty much a points fighter. Um, she even admitted this on a recent uh, interview I saw, I saw her do. Uh, she really, she, she's a decent striker. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how backpedaling is going to help her very much, but Jessica is going to try and get a finish out of this. Uh, Tisha does not really do finishes. She got one a couple of fights ago, but uh, it didn't really, um, it's not something she normally does. Uh, now, the other two fights are on the prelims. One has Sarah McMahon against Marion Renault. Uh, this is uh, two older fighters in the bantamweight division. It's funny that 
uh, a couple of uh, uh, initially it was supposed to be uh, Sarah against Yana Kunitskaya uh, but they, as you probably know they've moved Yana to uh, UFC 222 against Cyborg and so Sarah is instead facing uh, Marion Renault and uh, some of the media has made a point of uh, saying that Marion is the oldest fighter on the card. She's 40 years old. I, I have no, if you read my blog, I do not care much for older fighters. I think every, you know, it's pretty, pretty well known. Uh, I mean, if I thought Marion was, a, was a, an elite fighter, uh, fine. But she's not. Okay, she's basically a mid-card fighter. Uh, when she tried out for UFC, uh, to, sorry, the Ultimate Fighter, 118, uh, so Ultimate Fighter 18, I should say. Jeez, I got to smarten up there. Ultimate Fighter 18, uh, when she uh, tried out for that, they told her she was too old. Then they brought her in as a late replacement. And she's had mixed success. She's sometimes okay and sometimes not okay. I mean, if she was a lead fighter, I have no problem with her. But she's not. Sarah is somebody who should be an elite fighter, but isn't. You know, so she's had her chance at a title shot, and uh, she just hasn't, she's not aggressive enough. Obviously, she has the credentials. She was an uh, Olympic medalist in wrestling, and you would think she would be great, but she's not. And her last fight, she got choked out by uh, uh, Ketlin Vera, and uh, now... I'm not really sure about her anymore. She's gone and uh, she's training now at um, uh, Team Alpha Male in Sacramento. And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they get some aggression out of her because she, she just doesn't have it. I mean, I understand she's a very nice person and everything like that. But the cage is not a place to be nice. The cage is a place to be ruthless. And the more ruthless you are, the better I like it. So... Uh, we'll see what goes with that. I, you know, I don't know if the loser will get cut. I have no idea. Uh, but uh, I don't think either of these two have championship in their future. The other fight on the, um, on the, uh, on the uh, prelims on this show was Angela Hill against Marina Moroz. Uh, Angela, I think a lot of fans are familiar with her. She was on Tough 20. And uh, then she had a few fights in the UFC where she didn't win. She went to Invicta and uh, actually had a good run there. The problem I had with Angela Hill's run in Invicta is she didn't fight anybody who was really any good. So since then, she has been to um, uh, come back to the UFC. And she's had mixed results so far. Um, the problem with her, for me anyway... Like, she lost her last fight against Nina Ansarov, uh, and uh, she also lost to Jessica Andrade. Uh, I, the thing about Angela is she's a great personality, okay? But she's not a great fighter. She's really a kickboxer who is trying to fight, and she just doesn't have enough tools in her toolbox to be, you know, that great a fighter. Um... You know, in this fight here, she's fighting Marina Moroz, who is from the uh, Ukraine, and she's a boxer, and her husband is a boxer as well. 
and uh, she's been in the UFC for um, a couple of years. Uh, her total record is three and two. And um, when she first came to the UFC, she looked like she was going to be a world beater because she beat Joanne Calderwood by armbar. But since then, she's been kind of uninspired. Okay, she's been kind of uninspired. It's like she does this keep away game. And uh, she did this with uh, uh, Danielle Taylor back in August. It was August 2016. It was a uh, kind of a three rounds of sparring. So I haven't liked what she's done in her recent fights. And so uh, I'm expecting this fight to go the distance. I don't think either of them ha can finish uh, that, from what I've seen. But hey, you never know. Anything's possible. Uh, don't forget that tomorrow I will have all of these fights on my blog, uh, all the fight videos on my blog, and uh, we will also analyze the fights, and we can, uh, I mean, I'm probably doing a, another podcast tomorrow, so we'll discuss it then. Just briefly want to talk about the WWE, uh, because um, uh, tomorrow is the Elimination Chamber uh, show, and uh, I will be doing a podcast tomorrow to preview that, uh, especially the Women's Elimination Chamber match and Asuka versus uh, Nia Jax. I'm not going to discuss that now. The only thing I'm going to discuss now is, in case you hadn't heard, um, Bianca Belair appears to, appears to have been injured on Thursday's NXT show at, in uh, Mississauga, Ontario, just outside Toronto. And um, if you haven't seen the video of the incident, it is on my Twitter. And uh, it looked to me, what happened is she was, um, uh, Bianca is rest, was wrestling um, uh, Ember Moon. And Ember was doing her finisher, you know, that uh, uh, flying uh, stone cold stunner from the top rope. A move that, by the way, I hate because it takes too long to set up. But uh, it appears that uh, Bianca may have landed badly uh, and might have injured her shoulder. And uh, she was not on last night's NXT show in St. Catharines, Ontario. So I am a little concerned that she may have suffered a serious injury uh, to her shoulder. And it looked to me like she hurt her shoulder. She landed very badly. So uh, be sure to check out the video for yourself. Uh, I would be very concerned about this because Bianca, I've been very impressed with her so far. She is a, an elite athlete. And she's picking up wrestling really well. Uh, they just recently posted a, a workout video of her on YouTube. And uh, brother, she is a beast. Uh, her match in the Mae Young Classic against uh, Kyrie Sane was just a fabulous match. I just like the way she carries herself. And uh, uh, she's picked up the wrestling part very well. And also she seems to know how to sell herself to the crowd. And uh, if you want to thank anyone for finding her, that would be Mark Henry, who saw her on YouTube and contacted her and asked her if she wanted to be a pro wrestler. And she said yes. So uh, she's, she looks like she's going to be a very big star. Uh, I'm really happy with her. I'm really happy with her uh, work so far. So uh, that's it for now. Uh, I don't, uh, I'm going to do another one of these tomorrow. And uh, 
what you'll be able to do is you'll be able to access this uh, podcast and all the various, you know, Apple and all the other places that have them. Uh, and then uh, if you want to comment on it, you can leave a message. Uh, if uh, somebody uh, would like to be a guest on the podcast, please let me know and we can set that up. Uh, again, this is very easy to do. I'm actually recording this with my phone. So it's pretty good. Uh, it's probably not perfect. I probably um and ah too much, but uh, I just want to have some fun with it, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much.